Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking this question. How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what really happens on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest in a workshop discussion that proclaims we're not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in him. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome. Today's takeaways. God believes in your freedom. Let's say that again. God believes in your freedom. How do we get creation to respond? A continuing conversation. Healing my dog, Dash. Let's think outside the box. Touching again on transportation in the spirit. This is Discovery Series number 18. Welcome to the show today. Remember episode 61, The Heart Sees? Yes, yes, yes. I talked about trans relocation. Mm-hmm. Transportation in the Spirit. It's a fantastic episode. Well, I'm going to highlight that again today to give you just a little bit more information. I wanted you to have another place that you could go listen to the same subject matter. And then so we can continue to move forward in our understanding and in our experiential witness of the love of God. Okay. So today we're going to touch again on the subject matter of transportation in the spirit. We're going to talk about it more practically in today's episode. As always, we are allowing Jesus to redefine what we say yes to. Amen. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are deep diving with me, I would like and would like the episode notes, including full YouTube videos, plus many bonuses. Hey, I invite you to subscribe to Patreon. Subscriptions start at only $3 a month. Wow. It supports the show. It encourages me greatly. But, 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 it gives you the resources to help you apply the same principles in your life. It's a win-win situation. You'll love it. You'll find the link below. Jump on in there. I look forward to connecting with you personally. Okay, are you ready? (laughs) Let's frame up this episode just a little. And I want to welcome my international listeners. (laughs) Woo-hoo! So, okay, I have a framework of asking a whole lot of really big, huge, wonderful, interesting questions, right? So, two weeks ago, inside Intentional Podcast, episode number 65, with my guest, Mike Parsons. It's brilliant. It's a full meal deal. Make sure you go listen to it, number 65. I asked him a question. How do we get creation to respond? Isn't that a great question? 
How do we get creation to respond? Well, I laugh at my question because when you ask it, then God is just Johnny on the spot to get it answered in your life and your relationship with him. Amen. So I shared the continuing and painful discussion about my dog, Dash. She has been afflicted with a reoccurring staph infection for 10 months. So let me share with you why it's so painful. If she is left unattended, she bites and scratches herself to a pulp. It is insane. Yes. So we've come a long way with her dietary changes and some inner healing and some amazing deliverance. Yes. But we are not fully out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. So I am sharing this from a very raw, a very practical place to help all of us. We're going to think outside the box. We're going to listen to the Lord with a different ear. We're going to hear the answers that he wants to share with us, not what we think is going to lodge into our hearing. Amen? Okay, so you know one of my favorite scriptures. Ready? He initiated the reconciliation of all things to himself. Through the blood of the cross, God restored the original harmony. His reign of peace now extends to every visible thing upon the earth, as well as those invisible things which are in the heavenly realms. Every invisible and visible thing, every. And not only that, are you ready for this? But all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things, animals and atoms, they get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies all because of his death. Colossians 1.20. My focus, that's just my heartbeat, and that is my focus. So last week's podcast episode, I did a bit of a facelift. Did you notice on the description? How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? I live there. I'm experientially there. I'm talking to you about it, and I want to know everything. That is a real question. It is a real spiritual place, a real encounter, and we have to experience ourselves resurrected. Amen? I know I hear you. Yes, this is what we need to talk about. Well, I'll share more with that with you on a later date, and I will unpack that in my next book. But let's keep to the subject matter of today. I know, it's so interesting. On my Instagram account, and yes, I invite you to follow me on Instagram, and please share, because I want to know it's you, hashtag Intentional Now Podcast, so I know that you're a listener, yay! So I have been sharing a collection of reels, highlighting the love of God. Go over, check them out, hit your likes, love, give me a comment with a hashtag, oh, yes, they are so good. And now he is calling us to the experiential side of the resurrection. Mm -hmm. He is calling us there to know him intimately there. So this week's reel in Instagram, I shared from 1 Corinthians 10, 13 and 14. Let me read that to you. Your situation is not unique. 
every human life faces contradictions. Here is the good news. God believes in your freedom. He has made it possible for you to triumph in every situation that you will ever encounter. My dearly loved friends, escape into his image and likeness in you. Where the distorted image, it loses any attraction. God is asking us to experientially know his agape love, to know our true identity. Now, remember that quote from my Parsons? Sometimes our level of understanding in our identity as sons isn't enough to convince creation that we have the authority to help bring forth the change we're called to. Like my dog Dash, right? So that is totally highlighting Romans 8. Not that many of the children of God are clothed with glory, so they don't know the essence of who they really are. Therefore, creation doesn't recognize them. (gasps) Thank you, Mike. So that word, agape, it's God leading us as a shepherd guides his sheep. He leads us into rest. He leads us into an experiential of Psalms 23. He leads us beside still waters where our souls are restored. He leads us to the water of reflection where my soul, my understanding remembers who I am. And now, and now, and now I can face the valley of the shadow of death with no fear of evil. I love it. That's the mere study Bible. So let me just step back here. Let me rephrase this just a little bit because I need for me and need for you to add some life application to it. When I add my life, how I'm unpacking it, chewing it, um, like I say, doing it, the workshop style in my life of life application, I share that with you so that you can listen and then Holy Spirit gives you a great and creative idea to apply to your own life. Remember, I'm going to share that scripture again and I'm paraphrasing it. Your situation is not unique. Every human life faces contradictions. We all have issues we wrestle with and are called to overcome. Now, I can talk to you about my dog, Dash. Yes, and it gives us mm, a common ground to learn and to share a journey. So here is the good news, and I'll say that again. And here is the good news. God believes in your freedom. God believes in the freedom of my sweet little puppy dog, right? God believes in our freedom because he created it. He has the answer and is leading us into all truth. He's leading us into all truth. He, if God believes in my freedom, if God believes in your freedom, if God believes in our freedom, then so should we. And here is more good news. He has made it possible for you to triumph in every situation that you will ever encounter. Every. I'm going to read that again. He has made it possible for you to triumph in 
every situation that you will ever encounter. And yes, I could hear your question. I can hear you. Kristen, you don't know how long I have been struggling. Dear listener, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And that is why God brought you here today. God brought you here so that we can share, we can talk, we can unpack, we can partner and experience ourselves resurrected in him. And we can do that together. Just a thought for you here today. I've got a thought. We're unpacking this. We're talking about this. Got a thought for you. We all know the heinous story of Jesus being hung on the cross. Think about it. Think, think about it. All those problems, the beatings, dismantling, and the way his family disrespected it and disregarded him. <clears throat> now, does that relate to any of the issues that you or I have been struggling with? Hmm. When he was raised from the dead, did Jesus have any post-traumatic stress disorder? Did Jesus have any PTSD at all from what he suffered on our behalf? Nope. Outside of the evidence of his scars, which were totally for witness to us. Therefore, there was no residue, no DNA trauma, no memory trauma. None of that was attached to his person. None. Now, let me say this again. He has made it possible for you. He has made it possible for me. He has made it possible for us to triumph in every situation that you will ever encounter. And not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things and animals and atoms get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies, all because of his death. God believes in your freedom. God believes in the freedom for my dog, Dash. This is one of those I'm standing on my soapbox episodes and I'm inviting you to come stand on my soapbox with me. Amen. Now, we have some definite marching orders here, don't we? Remember, I am sharing this from a very raw and a very practical place to help all of us, all of us to think outside the box. I'm challenging myself to think outside the box, to hear, if I could say it like, hear purer without any intent from what I think is going to vibrate into my ears and understanding. (sighs) Back to my story. (laughs) This week, I heard the Lord in a dream. And in this dream, I saw when I hear the Lord, it's I... I see and hear the whole paragraph or the whole subject matter that he's conversing with me. So I saw myself giving Dash a bath 
in a honey solution and allowing her to rest in the solution just like I did when I give her a vinegar rinse. Yep, I give her that. So one of the Lord's dietary suggestions for us months ago was to feed her honey. But dash, uh uh-uh, she wouldn't eat it. So just a local note for you. Local honeybees provide restoration for allergy sufferers. And it's one of the fabulous miracles of nature. Yes, your local bees, your local honey speaks to the pollen in the air in your environment. Mm, Go look it up. (laughs) It's wonderful. So in my morning meditation time, and I was journaling with the Lord, I Lord, what he had said to me last night. Yes, I was journaling it. I was talking to him about it. So I Googled, you know, just random thought here. I Googled, what does honey and the bacteria of staph have in common? Ding, 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 ding. I found a host of information about a honey from New Zealand that was had this miracle evidence for eradicating staph infections and a host of other nasty skin and autoimmune type illnesses. It was amazing. Now, please forgive me if I don't say it correctly. Manukora. Manukora honey? Manukora honey. I left the link below for you. So when I told my husband, Don, he said, you know, you remember the honey that Suzanne gave me for a gift? Oh, oh yeah. Some of you may also be already familiar with it. Great, fantastic. Now is when the thinking of the out of the box comes in. Are you listening? This is the moment that I force myself to think differently. So here I am, and I'm following the Lord's leading. I'm excited about helping my little dog who touches my heart to no end. And I felt this strategy in my heart. This I just felt it. I knew it. You just have this understanding going, uh-huh. Yep, I got it. So get local honey in bulk and make a solution to soak and bather him. Check. Got that done. She's going to get a bath today. So it's another great way to help get absorption, even when Dash won't eat eat it. It's brilliant. I went, yay, that's a great idea. So then I did this. When I got online, the stores that provide the Manukora honey, my emotions began to raise. The honey is quite expensive. (sighs) I told you I was going to be transparent here. So transparently, financial resources are also a part of the restorative journey for Don and I. We have had a lot of losses in our early years. Mm-hmm. So let's continue to lay hold of his words. God believes in your freedom. God believes in my freedom. And he has made it possible for you to triumph in every situation that you will ever encounter. So money and resources is no exception. We have to be able to talk about this on the other side of the veil 
on the other side of his resurrection. Amen. Unpack about, unpack it, talk about it. What does this mean? Jesus, show me how this works. Amen. Well, I'm just being authentic here and extremely practical. If it's not practical, if I can go, here's heaven, here's earth, and I can't blend them together to see the manifestation, then uh, I don't think so. So here I am. Here's my practical. So my emotions, which we're struggling with, uh, another financial commitment. Yeah, the honey was expensive. And I, you know, it was expensive. So all of a sudden I caught myself and I told my ocean, my emotions, stop, wait, <sighs> breathe in, breathe out. I said, Lord, how would you think about this problem? Before I could put the question mark on the end of the word problem in a nanosecond, I immediately, boom, saw the answer, boom. And as I have done, and as I have practiced, and I have testimonies to share hundreds of times, I have traveled in the Spirit. I have experienced his voice. He said, Kristen, you can go there. Go get the honey. Go get the sound and the frequency of the honey. <laughs> Of course. And by this time, I have my dance on. Woo, hoo, hoo. Yep. Absolutely, I can do that, God. He's brilliant. So those emotions that I had to squash down, not even an issue anymore. The shepherd of my soul has spoken. From beyond the veil, from my resurrected self in him. And now... Are you ready? There's more to the story. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. So this creation thing, right? Then I'm what pressing into. Remember, sometimes our level of understanding in our identity as sons isn't enough to convince creation that we have the authority to help bring forth the change we're called to. All right, I'll say that one more time. That was the quote from Mike Parsons. Sometimes our level of understanding in our identity as sons isn't enough to convince creation that we have the authority to bring forth the change we're called to. So here I am focusing on the restoration of creation. I'm working side by side with creation and honey, and bees from another country is involved. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? Mm -hmm. I have a nest of bumblebees that have taken up residency under the cement of our patio. I know, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> My beautiful patio that's covered by a wonderful pergola. It has flowers everywhere. Currently, it's all jumbled because we are avoiding the bumblebees. Mm -hmm. So bumblebees are basically pretty non-aggressive. I water my flowers without an issue. But when dogs come into contact in the atmosphere and environment with bees, what do they do? 
they snap at them, right? So the bees change, they protect themselves and the nest. And if you were a guest at my house, you wouldn't appreciate sitting on my patio furniture right next to a nest of bumblebees. Get the picture? <laughs> Again, you can't make this stuff up, right? So I've been firmly inviting the bumblebees to move for over three and a half weeks. Yes, I've been using essential oils, cinnamon. I called the Willamette Valley beekeepers. I've been misting them. I have been moving the queen and her nest in the spirit for 48 hours. I have been playing a YouTube video, video emitting bee repellent sounds with my Alexa speaker smack dag near the entry point of the nest. Are you laughing at me yet? <laughs> good, 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 good. So I have been threatening, yes, threatening to asphyxiate them for about a week. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Now, tell me. Is creation watching? <laughs> Absolutely, creation is watching. Wow, creation is watching. Now, so I wrote this all yesterday, and this all happened. I was so pumped. I go, oh, well, I, I, I think that's enough for a highly informative saga today, right? Because I wanted to share outside the perspective perspective of the box. But I have just a little bit more to share with you before I go, right? So I finished putting together and writing this, getting my thoughts all collected to speak with you today. And I just felt this piece. No, go ahead and record tomorrow. Okay. So I finished it. Dawn came home from work and I walk out on the patio. Not five minutes from when I finished writing this out, not five minutes. I walked out on the patio and all of a sudden this gargantuous bumblebee, oh, when I say fly, she was overweighted because there was another bee attached to her. And so she lifted herself out and she all of a sudden landed and was clinging on one of the cushions on the back of my dining room chairs outside. I look, and she's right in front of me, and I look, and here is this bee, and it must be a what I would call a boy bee, <laughs> and he was taking care of her. I go, it's the queen bee, and she's huge, huge, right in front of me, picked up, flew right in front of me, and here is her boyfriend still attached to her, right? And I'm standing and going, oh, Don, 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 the queen bee is right there in front of me. She's right there. And I told him we have just a moment. So we did. We took her out. We took out the queen bee. Meaning, ha, ha, ha. Can you believe that happened? We took her out because without a queen bee, the hive and the nest, that totally changes things, right? <laughs> I told you, you can't make this stuff up. And remember, in the spirit, what was I doing? I was going and grabbing the, the queen bee and removing the nest and taking them away. I'm going to leave it right there because we 
We're standing on the other side of the veil. We're standing on the other side of the grave. And remember, God believes in your freedom. And he has made it possible for you to triumph in every situation that you will ever encounter. This journey, (sighs) creation is watching with great expectation looking for the revealing of the sons of God. Oh my gosh. Can we pray for a moment? Father God, <laughs> it's just it's just like you can't get creation closer for me to learn from. And I thank you. I ask Lord that you would continue to open the eyes of our understanding and help us to learn and breathe and experience our resurrected selves our resurrected selves seated on the right hand of the Father with you as you, ruling and reigning. I love to say, in Jesus' name, I bless you. Thank you for spending this time with me today. The links that you that I spoke about. There's links below, a bunch of good stuff. Yes. And I highlight again, if you, I invite you as a patron, it is such a blessing to walk together um, with each other. And it has just been marvelous. I know you're going, well, Kristen, so much happened. I know so much happened. And I will be back and tell you more next week, right? Next week. Remember, God believes in your freedom and creation is watching. <laughs>